What's up, everybody? It's your man, Danell, a.k.a. Small Guy Promotions, a.k.a. the Omaha Fatty. And I've been gone for a little bit, but I'm, but I'm back with another, another uh, I can't even speak, with another podcast episode of What's Up, Omaha. Today, I have a guest. I wanted to wait until I had something, like, good to bring you. You know, I was just kind of tired of talking a little bit by myself. So I wanted to wait until I had a cool guest to bring on. Uh, and talk about what what they do and promote a little bit. So I've got Joe Sacord uh, with me today. What's up, Joe? Hey, how you doing, Danelle? Man, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Long time no see. Huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Joe and I actually know each other. Uh, we met each other through uh, our daughters, both being on the wrestling team uh, up at the high school here in Papillion. And uh we just recently came back from a, a tournament out in Iowa City, so we were just hanging out over the weekend. Um, when you guys hear this, it'll be at least a week out, so, uh, you know, but whatever. We were hanging out yesterday, so. <laughs> and the reason I brought Joe on, because Joe wears so many hats. If you think that Small Guy Promotions and Omaha, Omaha Fatty stay busy, this guy right here, this guy stays busy. Joe, can you tell the people a little bit about what you do? Well, by day, I'm a tool salesman, but uh, like every a lot of people, we got a side hustle, and me and my wife have a, I guess, not really multiple companies, but multiple brands, and we sell local nostalgia products. So some people may have heard of some of ours. We have some AKAs ourselves. We are yes. Memories Made in Omaha, a.k.a. Made in South Omaha, a.k.a. Made in Nebraska, a.k.a. Midwest Nostalgia Network. So we got a few different things going. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. Like yourself, we, uh, we've we done a lot of different things over the years, a lot of different side hustles. This just seems to be the one that's really, uh, really stuck with us. We're in year number seven now doing this. Nice. So out of all the other ventures that you guys uh, went with, how did this one become and how did you decide to stick with this? Uh, you know, I don't think we really decided It just snowballed. Uh, it was kind of one of them things I'd done different stuff online. I had blogs and, you know, we sold different products and, and tried a lot of different things. This thing just kind of took a life of its own and snowballed. We started with, I grew up in South Omaha, love the South Omaha nostalgia uh, at the time, the big page that people followed for South Omaha Nostalgia was the guy was shutting it down. And I decided that night I was starting my own. So <laughs> I stayed up all night and created Made in South Omaha and started posting old pictures and memorabilia. The idea was to wait a year before we launched our first shirts. And we put a few things up and some of the uh, our logo and people says, when are you going to put it on a T-shirt? We want it. So we started making T-shirts right away. And it's it's literally just continued to snowball. I mean, it seems like we just got started, but it's been seven years and uh, we're constantly launching new shirts and we get an idea. We just go with it. There's not there's not a lot of uh, rhyme or reason to our process. It's just like we get an idea and we run with it. And if people like it, uh, it seems like we find somebody that likes it. So we yeah. kind of listen to what what people are saying. We talk. It, it, the nice thing about getting out and selling the shirts is you find out what people really think about and remember from growing up, you know, the businesses are gone, the restaurants that are gone, what people kind of memories they hold on to. And you, you kind of try to give them what they want. So, you know, we get ideas all the time. And if you keep hearing the same name over and over again, it's like, okay, that's something that's got to go on one of our collages. And a lot of our shirts are collages that 
that, like I said, we try to find a, we like, we try to find memories, put them on the shirts that everybody from the baby boomers to the Gen Xers to the millennials, even the Gen Zs, we try to, we try to do enough to include everybody. And yeah, the younger kids don't necessarily have the nostalgia to fall back on, but Oh, I get a lot of times like, oh, my grandpa worked there or my my mom used to talk about her grandpa worked there or that's where they went to eat. So it's it's one of them things that, like I said, kind of takes the life of its own. You know, my kids walking around wearing wearing a shirt that's got Peony Park on it and they've never been there, but they (laughs) they love that shirt. So it's uh, it's been a fun experience. Me and my wife have put in a lot of hours. We print all our own products. My mom does all our embroidery. My dad, before he passed, helped me with a lot of the design work. And he came and sat at a lot of sales with me. And my wife, I mean, how many hours we've spent in that basement printing shirts. And, you know, she's when dad wasn't there, she was there. It kind of like they they took turns uh, coming to the sales and helping setting up. And she's from uh, northwest Missouri. But uh She's become kind of a little local nostalgia buff here. You know, she's been here, oh, 25, 30 years now in this area. So she's lived, uh, she's lived here longer than the area she grew up. So it's, uh, it's been a neat deal. I mean, a lot of, a lot of hard work, a lot of struggles getting started. You know, we, we weren't screen printers. We just decided to teach ourselves how to do it. And I don't know how many nights we, we could have threw up our arms and said, oh, that's enough. We're done. But yeah. You know, every time I was ready to quit, she kept me going. And every time she was ready to quit, I kept her going. So it's, uh, I couldn't have done it without her. So definitely a family business. Like, <laughs> oh, def- definitely, definitely. And like I said, we produce all our own products except for our koozies. And I decided I was tired of scrapping koozies. I was going to let somebody that knew what they were doing do it. <laughs> well, how did you guys decide like t shirts was the way? Like, I know you said that nostalgia aspect of it, uh, but walk me through that process of saying, okay, t-shirts are what we got to do. And then like how you taught yourself how to do all this stuff, because you said you had to learn how to do it. So how did that, that all break down? Well, the t-shirts were kind of a natural thing for us. My mom had, well, had been sewing her whole life, but she uh, for a lot of years did embroidery for and and so tackle twill like on baseball uniforms and stuff like that for sporting goods stores in the area for years and other embroidery work and had a CNC embroidery machine. So, you know, we already had that in place, you know, for her to do our baseball hats and stocking hats. And uh, she actually makes uh, bucket hats from scratch now and then embroiders logos on them. Nice. And we, you know, we got those, we got, we got the boonie hats and she does all the embroidery work and it was just kind of a natural fit for us to figure out how to do the screen printing and do our own work. And like I said, I've, I'm not an artist. We're not screen printers. We just kind of be honest with you. Like a lot of people, we figure it out from YouTube videos. So that was, that was a lot of it. You know, it was figure it out. You know, I, I guess I always tell my kids, if you really want to do something, you'll figure out how to do it. So, or find somebody, somebody that knows how to do it. that can show you. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> so it's funny too, like all that work. I mean, yeah, definitely technology and YouTube. It's so easy to learn how to do things that you don't know how to do because it seems like everything is out there on the internet nowadays. Um, shoot, man, we've done things like small car, repair items you know oh we don't know how to do this let's jump on youtube 
Oh, yeah. um, Mitzi, last year, I think it was, she re- replaced a couple of sprinkler heads because, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> they stopped working. And w- when we had the sprinkler company come out, the guy was real honest with us. He's like, you could have us do it and it would cost X amount of dollars or you could do it pretty cheaply by just going to like the hardware store and picking up a couple of sprinkler heads and like going to YouTube and we were like sold. That's what we're going to do. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I definitely enjoy it being like a family thing. You know, that's what I'm a big supporter of. Um, and what better way to like excel than do it with trusted people like your family members. So and not just like, you know, your third cousin, <laughs> you know, on your mama's <laughs> auntie's side or like whatever, <laughs> but like actually in your house, like your mom, your mom, your 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 wife, like close family. Yeah, no, it's it's it really is. I mean, I always tell people we are about as mom and papa business as you can get. And we don't have a brick and mortar. And we decided from the beginning, we never want a brick and mortar store. I mean, we, we want to sell online. Uh, we want to have our Facebook. I mean, we got everything now. We got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our kids even got us doing TikTok videos and, <laughs> and putting stuff together for that. Yeah. So, uh, but but we like going out to the local we go to car shows and craft fairs and street fairs and, and that's where our customers find us. And it's, it's nice because it gets us in front of a lot of different people. I mean, we go all over town with our different brands and uh, we sell online. So it's, I don't see a need for us to have in brick and mortar. I mean, yeah, a lot of people say, Oh, can I just come pick it up? I'm like, Hey, we got free shipping on order over $35 order two shirts yeah. and you don't pay the shipping. So it, uh, or, and we're, like you said, we're out enough. Usually in our busy times of year, like now we're, we're at an event every weekend until just about Christmas, uh, in the, in the, the fall and the, the late summer, we take a little break in July and a little break in May and June, but usually two or three times a month we're we're somewhere. So there's there's always a way to find us. Yeah, I recently ran into you. Didn't even know you were going to be there at the uh, Brian Craft Show, which is always huge. And I had actually never been to that event before. I said, you know what? There's a few people like I knew that um, uh, our friend Gina, I think it's a uh, sweetly made by Gina. or I, I can't remember the name. Uh, oh, cookie O's and then dip crepes. Yep. I, I knew those three were out there. And then I get out there and I, I'm seeing other people that I know. And I'm like, oh, man, I should come here every year. What have I been missing? And there's <laughs> we over like right 100 across. vendors at that event, right? Oh, yeah. We were right across from old cookie O's and come to find out uh, uh, the gal's husband that has that. He works for Venmo. So we were talking about that at the end of the show. So. <laughs> nice uh, the nice thing about them thing is you you get to talk to the other vendors and and you really do learn from each other it does it does become i mean there there are some people that are a little standoffish but a lot of them boy you get ideas from each other i mean we couldn't figure out how to hang our hang our banner you know with a without our tent and uh the uh the, the ladies next to us were using these magnets and we were we were at the store uh, later that night picking up magnets for our banners. So the yeah. women using them the way they did. So I, I it's, might need, it's fun. I might need to uh, hit you up on that because I have a banner for Omaha Fatty. Well, I've got one for Small Guy Promotions, too, which that one doesn't really come out because I don't do events anymore like I used to. But, um, yeah, I, I often find that as a problem as well. And I when we did Taste of Omaha, I had two spikes and I tied it up to the spikes. <laughs> But when I was inside at Grecian Euros for for an event, uh, I was like, 
oh man, I think we just taped it to the wall because <laughs> I, I don't have like any stand or anything to put it on. So I was just like, whatever. Oh, I got some ideas for you. So, <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully I'll do some more events. You know, we'll work on a meet and greet with a local restaurant here uh, sometime before the end of the year, I think, and get that rolled out. So I might be hitting you up for that. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So how many different designs or can do you even have that total of uh shirts that you've had over oh, the years? Oh I have no idea. I mean that there are some that that are out of print that we may bring back. There's a few of the early ones that to be honest with you, we just decided I'm like, God, we could do better than that. So I, I get some of them the works to be to redesigned. I know on our South Omaha page we got over thirty shirts and hats on it. Our memories made an Omaha page about 20 different shirts and hats. We just got a few on made in Nebraska and one right now on Midwest Nostalgia Network. But uh, and then our Positively Papillion page where we're at now that uh, that we got four or five on there. So, I mean, it, it's just I don't have an exact number. It's always a little bit of a moving target, especially these days. Like with our hats, a big supply chain issue with hats. Not as much with the T-shirts as we went through a year ago, but with the hats, it's just been, yeah, sometimes we got to change colors. Sometimes we got to take a design out. It's just we're kind of at the mercy of what's available when it's available. So it's really fluid is what you're saying. (laughs) Oh, definitely, definitely. But at any given time between all of our stores, we got 50 different shirts and hats on it, combination of. And right now we got a few sweatshirts out there for this time of year, uh, stocking hats in the summer. Like I said, the boonie hats and the bucket hats are are really popular. And all of our bucket hats are, they're not mass produced. Those are made here. I always tell people made by a sweet little old lady in South Omaha making them bucket <laughs> hats. And she makes them, you know, made her own pattern. They're one size fits most. She's going to work on a larger size one because I get a lot of big guys who want a bucket hat and, so we're going to try to do two different sizes. That's probably about as far as we'll go with sizes, but we're going to try to help her size that pattern so she can do a little bit larger one for the, the guys with a little bit larger heads. So, <laughs> Dude, I've got a dome and plus all this hair. Like people are like, <laughs> yeah, hey, you wear hats? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> like, I, haven't, I haven't worn hats for a very long time because I have a big head. <laughs> well, we might have a bucket hat for you come spring. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Um I'm going to loop back to one of the things that you said, because I didn't know at first you were the person behind all these accounts. As a matter of fact, at first, I didn't even know that they were all connected. But, at, <laughs> you know, you started following me on uh, TikTok and then I was like, wait a minute. I think that's I think he's behind this page, too. So I, I think I asked Jenna or asked Jamila or something. I was like, hey, does Jenna's dad like run all of these different pages? And, and I can't remember what she said, but I think I, I did ask her. And then I was like, oh, OK. It wasn't until uh, you made a video, I think, of, at one of the events or something. I was like, oh, OK, I see all the different brands of the shirts on the table. You were. You were sitting next to me at state wrestling and didn't even know when I made one of my first videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or that's, that's what happened. Yeah. I, we followed each other under the one, but then yeah. I was like, wait a minute. He's got these other ones too. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that, man. Yeah. Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're one of the rare people that got me on this side of the camera. Usually I try to be on the back side of the camera. So <laughs> Yeah. Hey man, that's how a lot of people are. That's that's what I had to tell someone who uh 
uh, likes the the page on the Omaha Fatty page on Facebook. He sent me a message the other day and he's like, hey, have you ever thought of like having some of the chefs or like the restaurant owners on camera when you do some of your videos? And I go, well, that's kind of like a task, because on one hand, if I'm just doing a random pop up video somewhere like I haven't contacted the place, they don't know that I'm going to be there. I don't even know if the people know me half of the time. So who knows? And then outside of that, I went to Sauce by Alfaro and I had told the guy, I said, a lot of the people don't want to be on camera. That's not what, you know, that's just not what they do and they're not comfortable. So when I had lunch at Sauce by Alfaro last week, I said, hey, Chef Michelle, would you like to be on camera? And she's like, no, I get so <laughs> nervous like doing that. And I go, hey, that's OK. I said, well, I'm going to go live. If you just want to pop on and like wave or something, you can do that. And she's like, yeah, I'll do that. I was like, yeah, that's totally fine. So people don't always always get that. I know that people would like that and it's cool to see. But everybody's not an in front of the camera person like my family, most of the time, they don't want to be anywhere near the front of the camera. So <laughs> it's just like me. I'm I'm in the, in front of the camera enough for all of us. So uh, one question I have for you, uh, you know, that I usually like to ask, what is the goal? Like, you know, it's a side hustle. We, I have a lot of guests who have side hustles. What is the, the dream, the ultimate dream for what you're doing? You know, I, I get asked that a lot and uh, you know is it ever going to be my full-time job probably not uh even though it, it's been very successful and, and maybe someday it will uh you know right now it's hard to walk away from that that day job because you know the benefits and yep. a lot of it right now is just helping make ends meet you know you know kids and and travel sports they're expensive and yep it's one of the things we do. I enjoy doing it, though. That was, that's one thing is I decided if I'm going to have a side hustle, it's got to be something I enjoy doing because then it's the, the work is enjoyable because there's a lot of it. Uh, you know, I'm getting to the age now where it's like, you know, I'm 50. You know, I mean, I'm going to do it as long as I can do it. I mean, there's a lot of work. We go hauling, hauling boxes back and forth and setting up tents and yeah, so we're going to do it as long as we can do it and hopefully do it a few years after I retire from my day job. And yep. and and maybe at that point, one of the kids wants to take it over. So, I mean, I hope they do, but, you know, they got to they got to follow their path and and figure out what they like to do. So right now, none of them don't have much of interest in it. So uh, but, you know, they're kids, you know, they're yep. they're still trying to figure out their way. So. We'll see. Yeah, you and know, they've got time. I, uh, who knows what'll happen? Yeah, you know who knows, and you know their generation not may not be as nostalgic as ours. So you know they may they may just fizzle away someday. And you know right now we're we're keeping memories alive. I mean, you know it's funny when we first started doing this. I mean, it was a side hustle. I was making cool shirts that I wanted to wear. People were liking them too. We had our page. And, and something happened along the way, you know, that I guess we realized how much we were touching people with this because we've had just some really neat experiences. We've had, I had a lady contact me one day and her brother was in hospice and he was getting down to his last days and she wanted to order some shirts for all the family to put on and wear in and bring him a hat. So asked if there was any way I could deliver to the hospital and I 
delivered shirts and hats to the hospital that she had ordered online to the family and they wore them went in and wore them and put a hat on them for you know it was literally his last day we had you know another person contact me they wanted their they wanted their brother to be buried in one of our shirts which completely blew my mind i mean yeah. talk about choking you up and and really feeling touched and you know and it was underneath his suit but he had one of our t-shirts he was buried in underneath his his coat and tie so it was you know just some things like that you know people giving them as gift sets uh to their wedding party you know different things like that or people just coming up to you and getting choked up because they they see something on there that reminds them uh you know grandma and grandpa or mom and dad and you know you really especially when we started doing the sales in person how you know people would get you know i always joke you know they come over and say oh my god this is where we had a our wedding reception or or my communion dinner or something like that and they'll start getting teary and i'll i'll used to say oh i forgot the clinic i forgot the tissues don't cry so <laughs> And then they'll get a little lighthearted about it because, you know, I'm kind of a big softy. You know, I don't want yeah. <laughs> I want everybody to I am like you said, I want them to laugh more than cry. But sometimes, you know, it's it's a happy cry. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, one of the things that I think of and you said it earlier too, um, the nostalgia portion. Now, I'm not from Omaha. I'm from Ohio, but moved here in 94. But the Peony Park, I hear so many people <laughs> talk about that. I know. Uh, one of the local hip hop artists who mentioned Peony Park in one of his songs. And, uh, you know, people just often talk about that area. You know, they have the high V there now and the skate oh, park yeah. or whatever. But, you know, that was the thing that people really used to enjoy. And I think maybe it was a design on one of your shirts, but I, I remember seeing a design where it was like it said Peony Park and it had like the the ride and the ticket sales uh yeah. and how much it costs for entry or whatever or something like it that had and it had sprite night cool. on it and yeah everybody sees that that's a, that's my age you know around 50 uh, they think of sprite night uh, you know that's yeah, always the thing yeah, they, they night, walk yeah. by and they say sprite night and and you know so many memories of stuff like that and, and do it's kind of funny we purposely put that shirt in a position where people can see it because it's we do it in them 80s pink and green colors and we kind of that's kind of the thing that catches people's eyes and the funny thing is it's not our best selling shirt yeah. but that's the one they always stop for because they see that and it it's like oh sprite night and you know the <laughs> memories <laughs> yeah yeah well and i was holding this shirt up earlier this wasn't like a peony park one but this is a made in south omaha one I wasn't made in South Omaha, but I lived there for 13 years. So, you know, I'm glad that I was able to pick this one up and I'll be rocking this and sporting it around town. And that one there is our best selling shirt. We call really? that South Omaha signs of our time. And on the back that has uh, old signs from all over South Omaha, some of which are still there. There he is. <laughs> And that is that is our number one seller. It's and my favorite shirt. I mean, I had so much fun designing that and and trying to figure out how to put that together. There was there was a shirt we actually did before that. Our second shirt called South Omaha Legends, and it's it's a a brick wall that looks like graffiti with names of old businesses on it. And and that for sure, I really will say is a was a personal one for me because it was things that I knew from growing up or things I heard my parents talk about or grandparents talk about. So when I put that one together, you know, that was, that was really for me. 
Yeah. I mean, I'll admit that. We did a second one, a graffiti wall called uh, South Omaha Icons, and that one was kind of like everything that people told me I missed on the first one, I was kind of making mental notes of and making sure I got it on the second one. I was like, how could you do that without, you know, you know, this bakery or this grocery store? And I'm like, well, that wasn't the one we went to. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> the next one, the first one was for me. The second one was for everybody else. <laughs> Well, yeah. And, you know, you get that constructive criticism or that feedback. So, you know, you always have to give the people what they want to stay. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the thing. And I don't even look at it as in criticism. I look at it as an ideas because when start and people come and ask me, do you have a shirt with such and such on it? And crazy that I can remember. Oh, yeah, it's on this one or. I know I got one. Hold on. Let me let me think for a second. And if I know it ain't on there, I'm making notes because I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's funny. People will contact me, you know, that had the, you know, I had somebody contact me that was a current business. So why aren't we on there? It's like, well, this is a memory wall. You're still open. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they, we don't want to put you on there. We like going to your place. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And, yeah. and, and we do occasionally do some things with, with current businesses, you know, put them on some of them that have been around a long time and, and people think of that area, you know, when they go there. So, you know, a little bit, but most of everything we do is, is kind of rearview mirror nostalgia looking in the past. And that's, uh, it's fun. Well, I was going to ask you, you know, what was one of the things that you really liked about doing what you do, but I feel like I already know you kind of already told us like, the whole nostalgia portion of it and being able to share yeah. that with people and uh, those memories. So yeah, man, that's cool. I, I'm, I'm glad that we bumped into each other and that I, <laughs> I did realize finally after you made that video at state that it was you, but you know, uh, that was pretty but cool. So. It, it's funny. I, I told my wife, I think one of the first times we were at something for wrestling, I'm like, I said, I know that guy. He's the, the small guy small guy promotions guy because i remember seeing some of your videos way back you know because i've been like i said i've done blogs and been on twitter and everything else with some type of side hustle so i'm like oh i know that guy yeah that's so funny (laughs) he he don't realize it but i know that guy (laughs) yeah (laughs) the power of social media man that's what i always say so well uh, any final things you would like people to know if they uh, hear this or see this on youtube you know, if you're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, we're on Twitter. We're not as active on Twitter. We're just getting into TikTok. But where we're really big is on Facebook. Yep. You know, if you if you enjoy old Omaha area nostalgia, get on Memories Made in Omaha or Made in South Omaha and take a look. You can sit there and look at pictures for hours. I mean, we sell shirts, but we... We don't advertise our shirts that often on there. We have a, a shop now button. Our our social media pages are just putting up old pictures and memorabilia and anything we can find that that we think is cool. We hope you think is you think is cool and brings back memories. You can go down there and look at pictures and stuff for hours. We've been doing this seven years and we post pretty pretty regularly. We were on a schedule. We were posting three times a day. We've just gotten so many different things going. Now it's, yeah, it's tough you know, we'll have blast where it's, where it's two or three times a day. Sometimes it's once a day, sometimes it's every other day, but weekly we're always, we're always out there putting out content. But like I said, we got an archive that's 
ginormous. So even if you're not interested in buying a t-shirt, get on there and enjoy the pictures. Cause that's what they're there for. And, and I know there's lots of, you know, there's lots of his, history pages out there. We're not a history page. We're a memory lane page. That's what we do. We're more about the memories and emotion than we are the, you know, the facts and figures and stuff like that. There's tons of people that do that and they do a great job of it. That's not our area. Ours, we're, we're here to tug at your heartstrings. Cool. And, and what's the web address for the store? Uh, for the store, we are on Etsy. So if you go on to Etsy, it is etsy.com backslash shop and it's either south omaha or uh made in omaha or made in nebraska so after the last backslash okay cool and we'll make sure to add all that in the details of the show so people can you know so it's easy for them you don't have to remember that ladies and gentlemen (laughs) just go to the show notes and it'll be there i'll make sure joe gives me all the links and uh we'll have that ready and available for you guys well joe if you've got nothing else man i think we got what we came for man I'm so glad I appreciate it. (laughs) I do appreciate it. I was a little, little uneasy being in front of the camera and not that I, I mean, you know me, I can talk and talk and talk, but I don't like being on camera. So this was fun. It was a little bit different for me, but uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. And Hey, we got wrestling season. We got, uh, we can pick each other's brain in between matches. So yes, sir. And you tell me when you tell me when you want to come back. It's an open invite, man. So I'm I'm happy to have you. It's always good to talk to you. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Joe Secord, man of, he says not many hats, but he's got many hats. (laughs) Dad, you know, worker, businessman, all that stuff. Husband, you know, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe if you're on like Spotify or YouTube. Subscribe, share with your friends, check out all the, the product that he's got, all the merch. Everybody loves merch. So there it is. Um, please make sure to go and check out Joe and uh, Positively Papillion Made in South O. You know, just all the different places made in Omaha. Just he's got so much going on. It's some cool stuff. And even me not being from here, I can recognize some of the older things. I don't remember all of it, but uh, I do catch some of it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So uh, that's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. As we end every episode, smile, help someone else smile, laugh and help someone else laugh all day, every day. Yeah. Shout out again to Joe Secord. Thank you, Joe. Thank you.